Hey, Jamie. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? So good, good, good. You sound confident in that good. Eh, I'm not going to get into it. Well, I mean, that's Pol- the entire point of this. Oh, well, gotcha. Yeah, never mind. Leave that at home. Okay. But how were your last two weeks? Um, not as pro- um, not as productive as I'd like, to be honest. Um, they were productive. It's just I was stuck and uh, it's not like I wasn't doing anything. It was just I uh, didn't get as far as I wanted. Uh, so just as a recap, you were working on finishing conversations and then that was going to lead you to being able to slowly like integrate more people to using callback inside of Tatsu, right? Um, kind of. Those those really aren't weren't related. Um, so I did. Okay, so let's go over the things I, I did do that were good. Um, I did get uh, Tatsu to use callback um, for several different customers inside cool. Tatsu. Uh, so that's kind of like it was like a feature flipped thing for turned on for a few teams uh and that's working it's working great it's running just like as it was before customers don't know the difference um i did run into one little issue um actually i'd like to get your opinion on okay if we can get technical for a sec so um the situation i have is all these customers right i have whatever amount of customers and each customer has uh, or can have a scheduled thing for a certain room. So they can have a scheduled stand-up for a certain room. So each room can have a, its own its own stand-up mm-hmm. uh, schedule. And so if you think of it as kind of a multi-tenancy thing, each room ID can have its own schedule. So as a if callback customer, I have my own um, account ID, right? And then in mm-hmm. each... And under there, I can have multiple different jobs to be run. And so the way I was doing it was uh, I have a job called scheduled standup and then a payload of this room ID and this room ID. The problem is with the API is that it's unique based on job name, whereas it should be unique based on job name and the payload of room ID. Gotcha. Right. So uh, it's not that way now. And so the way I went around that is the name of this of the job. I just did. I just tacked on the room ID. So it's like underscore room ID. Okay. And I imagine all customers are going to be like this, right? You're going to have uh, a job that you're going to run, want to run for different users or different, different tenants of some sort. Mm-hmm. And so I could differentiate it by the payload, but then my API gets a little bit hairy where um, if the payload changes, I need to, to kind of treat that as a unique job. And so you can't do things like... Um, do to like do a post that is supposed to create you know create or update a job which mm-hmm. we talked about last week yeah because you don't know if you're updating the payload or if this is truly a new, new unique job because i don't want customers to have to hold on to that job id on their system and then 
call an update, although they could. I just don't. I want this to be as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about adding another layer um, to jobs that's optional that basically has like a tenant ID. And then that is treated as um, a unique thing in the job world. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Um, and it's really, this is a problem that you're going to run into, but I'm kind of curious how many of like callbacks eventual customers are going to run into this issue, you know? I think it's going to be a lot because you don't really run, I mean, maybe you do, maybe you run a job for everybody in your, you know, or a certain segment of people. Um, but if you run a job for a certain segment of people, then you want to have those segments split up. So when you create your job, you know, the payloads are going to be different. So, Oh, man, I think the majority of your customers that mm -hmm. you're eventually going to have with this thing are going to be like, okay, I need to remember to... I've been working with Let's Encrypt a bunch lately, so I'm going to use this as my example. Mm. But with Let's Encrypt, you have to renew your certs every three months. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get these things where it's like, okay, I need to renew my certificate. They're going to every three months. So they're going to, you know, set up a job that's like every three months, hit this URL with this particular payload and bingo. Um, mm -hmm. And then they're just going to like good. set it and forget it. Like that's their, they're going to have a lot of jobs where it's like, I need to run this daily, go. Sure, and sure. they won't change it super often. And then you'll get the other ones where it's like if they use it for um, more periodic things where it's like uh, ad hoc as a thing they mm -hmm. might set up, they could do it that way. But I do yep. guess I see where it could be one of those things where say you had somebody like a, uh, this would be crazy for you if somebody ever did this, but like an email service provider was like, oh, okay, somebody's running a job and they want to um, you know, segment their email list to this portion of people and then uh, have a special blast that goes out to them as a thing, then maybe in that case it would be like that would that special portioning is the the part. You could honestly probably charge more for that if you wanted. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. be like, oh, you want uh, multi-tenant jobs, so then you know, that's a different tier hmm. as a thing. Um, Interesting. I like that idea. Um, but I, I kind of see like if I add like this other layer of tenancy it's it kind of like invalidates the payload a little bit so the other option would be to keep keep it as it is keep the api the same as it is but on a post be able to say update you know update any existing jobs with this payload mm -hmm. um yeah, there's a lot of you know without getting in digging in the weeds there's a lot of um a lot of ins a lot of outs a lot of what have you uh as big lebowski would say but um i'll give an update about this next week it's uh, i just haven't really had time to think about it um basically what i did was since my objective was to get this out and get this running and make sure it's running uh that's actually firing off jobs the way i want it to Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I kind of just ad hoced it together with the name. So um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll provide an update later or next next time we talk. Uh, but I'll be able to figure out that by then. And then the other thing I did uh, concerns with callback is I got um, a designer on board. So uh, we're going to uh, I have to provide him with some 
some ideas and some some low fidelity mock-ups as far as like what the dashboard's going to look like and things like that like what data we're going to collect and, and things like that so that's kind of exciting they're basically i'm paying i'm going to pay them uh later as callback makes money uh so i don't really have to uh pay up front because if if i did have to do that i'd probably just do the design myself and it's not going to be as good as if they would do it so okay so you got a designer on with like equity as a thing uh, not really equity, just kind of delayed um, pay. Oh, so you're like, okay, once this thing's out to market, I will pay you such and such yeah. amount of money as it's made. Exactly, exactly. Whether callback makes that much money or not, that's kind of the risk I'm taking, but at least, you know, they've agreed to oh, okay. kind of do that, which is cool. Um, and then, so the second thing, so since this, since we started this podcast, which was like, I don't know, 10 weeks ago. Yeah, it was a while back. It was like in November, early November. It was before Thanksgiving. Uh, I know that episode much. Episode one, I said, I'm going to get conversations working. And here we are 10 weeks later, and those still aren't done. Um, basically, I started over again. Um, again? Yeah. I've, I ran into some other issues um, with uh, just the architecture in general and... Um, I realized that I need to have some sort of background thread thing going on with probably some event machine stuff. So it holds on to where it currently is in the, uh, in the conversation piece. And in order mm -hmm. to do that, um, it needs to have a running state. Uh, whereas before it was kind of stored in memory and then that memory would be lost on the next request. Therefore, starting the conversation over again. So um, I decided to kind of rethink about what I'm doing. I've also just, and I also decided to uh, determine that I'm not going to store, not going to be able to store um, these things in, in anything but memory for now. Um, although I may later, uh, It'll be, you'll be able to add on additional storage options. It's just that's going to be a lot of work because I basically have to store the, make a serializable proc, which is not easy. Um, hmm. So yes, I've, I've gotten farther um, and I think this is going to actually work, um, but we'll see. So that's my goal again for the next two weeks. Uh, this is a hard problem to solve, man. I think this is why nobody has solved this problem. So I feel like we need to pair on this at some point. Just that sit would down be, and be uh, awesome uh, with that. Um, I'm also actually submitting this as a talk to. Or I did submit this as a talk uh, to RailsConf. Just kind of going. Basically, I want to chronicle everything that I've done and. Um, kind of what worked, what's, what didn't work, and ultimately what ended up working, um, which I'm not to that point yet, but I will be by, uh, by RailsConf. So hopefully that gets accepted, but that's kind of another side thing I did to uh, this conversation piece. That's a cool talk idea, though. Like, those are the best sort of talks is when it's like, here's right. my experience with this thing. It's not exactly. me trying to peddle my stuff to you. It's like it's not like, I built this gym. You should totally use it. It's awesome. It's like, holy crap, programming is hard. Yeah, uh, here's some stuff I ran into. Those are the talks I like too. The experience talks about mm -hmm. like 
you know, how I got to this point or how I got to, this. I went to a really cool talk um, at CodeMash. Um, it was called uh, The Birth of a Language. Um, it was about Elixir. And he went through the first like five commits by Jose um, for Elixir and like what he thought he was thinking mm-hmm. and basically how he got like, you know, one plus one to work on top of the Erlang VM inside his Elixir language and and kind of showed how it started taking shape. So I love that was like my favorite talk at CodeMash. And so um, I kind of like those kind of talks about, you know, what people were thinking at a given point in uh, their, their, uh, their open source projects, whether open source or not, but, you know. Yeah, I can tell that that talk left a mark on you because this is the second episode in a row that you brought it up. Oh, really? Yeah, you talked about it last time, too. Uh, eh. I'm going to have to go watch it now, though. It did. You mentioned it twice. I don't know if it was recorded, but anyway. Oh, that's um, Cool. Yeah, so that's that's been my last two weeks, uh, so not really as productive as I wanted, but I feel like I'm really, I know I said this before, but I'm really at at the... uh, breakthrough part of this conversation piece um i am actually going to if i do not uh get this to work in a week i'm going to kind of just bail on it and not introduce callbacks or sorry conversations into this uh and kind of work our way around uh conversational ui and uh in the feature that i really want to implement anyway so Okay. That's where I am at. So what is your goal for the next two weeks? Conversations, man. Conversations. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to work on until I get those complete. Um, I'm going to cancel the next podcast. Just joking. But uh, If you don't get them done, you're going to cancel? Yeah. No, that's, that's my, uh, that's my sole, sole goal, goal is to uh, work on that. All right. Well, How about yeah, you? Okay. So for me, uh, going back over what I was going to do over the last two weeks, I was planning on doing some planning, oddly enough, for the upcoming months and then working on my sales funnel a little bit just to try to bring people into my course. And I drove some ads to my paid for course and got literally no hits. So that I mean I got people that like that were went to the site and like the bounce rate wasn't even that high but like nobody pulled the trigger off of yeah, it so that told me that's huh you didn't get any conversions yeah not on that so so that tells me that my sales copy is bad uh or that it, I built something that no one wants and I don't think it's that one but mm-hmm. yeah so I'm going to need to go back and revise it kind of clean some stuff up add some more um kind of salesmanship to it a little bit and really you know like plead to like this is why you need this thing so that those were things that i had planned on doing didn't actually get super far in them um i did get a couple like yeah a couple more sales actually i got my my first two sales of my course yeah, uh in yeah, between last time and well, this time celebrate that man yeah so that was cool like that's i'm i'm totally happy with that and that shows me that like okay somebody at least purchase this and i'm kind of wondering if i didn't is because it's like in sort of like a pre-release state like the testing and deployment parts aren't done yet if that's a thing that's deterring people so i sent out a coupon to my mailing list um 
the day that it launched and then got nothing for like a week and then I got my first sale from said mailing list thing and then I got another one yesterday after I had sent another email saying like hey guys just a reminder this coupon expires um on the 1st of February so if you're going to use it uh, you're going to have to buy by then but I was very like not salesman in that one it was kind of just a weekly update and I had a PS down there like oh yeah don't forget to do this thing so I'm going to send out another one the day before it expires and be like hey you know this one would be a very focused like this is the last day to get this deal um, if you are interested in this kind of thing and didn't actually aren't gonna actually buy I would really love to hear from you so I can figure out why like what did I do wrong as a thing um, so that would be, that's my goal for a thing that I'm going to do here, uh, today actually is like, get that set up so it can go and be sent out. I'm going to be in Colorado this week, so I can't, I have to kind of like automate all this stuff while I'm gone. Hmm. So I have a few questions. Um, your landing page, does it have a, a way for, for people to play like a one minute portion of, of your videos? So right now, no, there is no, like I can mark a video as like, oh, this is a free preview kind of thing. And I can mm -hmm. also create a preview that is like a teaser uh, video that I have not done yet. I would highly recommend that. Um, I think that's why you don't get a lot of conversions because people come to this, they have, they have no idea what the style is. Oh, okay. Um, they're probably not going to read what the content is, but they want to know that, hey, I can, you know, I like, you know, I, I can, I can re, re, uh, oh, what do I want to say? I can imagine myself learning from, from this individual because they don't really have any idea of who, who they're, they're buying from. So I'd, I would highly recommend that. I, I bet you that will improve conversions. Okay. And the other thing is, have you talked to the people or person that, that bought your course and why, and asked them why they bought that or? So uh, that's actually one thing I do want to do. There's a guy. So I've the two purchaser I have purchasers uh, that I have. Uh, one of them I actually know, like personally. Um, so he just happened to like he's on my mailing list. He he purchased it. So I want to talk to him for sure because I really like uh, like his advice. Um, trust him as a person, and I I want to know if he like bought it because he's like, oh, I trust Keith to do a good job on this, or if there was like something about it that attracted him to him, or like if he even enjoys it as a thing because that sort of feedback would be really good. I know you got a lot out of it, and I hope he does too. The other dude is a guy from Brazil that I actually want to reach out to after I see that he's done a few lectures. Mm -hmm. just to mm -hmm. see kind of what like prompted him. So I'm thinking about sending him an email sometime soon. Yeah, that's that's the other thing I've learned is like talk to your customers. Talk to the people that bought it. And then if you can somehow talk to the people that didn't buy it. So I don't know if you can capture email addresses. Um, you know, like they come to your course and maybe offer them a 5% discount if they provide their email address mm -hmm. um, as like a pop-up teaser thing. Um, that... You have to talk to your customers in order to not sit there and think about why somebody canceled or why somebody didn't sign up. Um, that's one thing I've learned um, is always talk to your customers. Yeah, and that looking back at when I was working with you on Tatsu, like they, all the customer feedback was great. Like you know, even though most of the time I was like, oh, such and such, like this button's broken, that kind of thing. Like right. it got the conversation started. We can kind of talk to them, and they pick, oh, I really love this. Thanks for helping me through the problem. Um, it would be really cool if I saw such and such. 
And yeah, that sort of feedback was really helpful. And it turns out like people aren't as mean as uh, everyone imagines them to be as a thing. So that was, that's also kind of nice. And that's how, that's how we determined what the features were to work on next is just always talking to customers, things would Mm -hmm. come up and the same thing would be said over, over and over and over. So uh, that's where I'm at right now, actually with Tattoo too, is like, uh, this is the feature I know people want and this is why I'm working on it. So uh, yeah, always talk to customers. Yeah, so that kind of rolls into my other thing. So my other uh, goal for last week was to do some like more planning and stuff. Um, a little bit of that was inspired by uh, a book called The Four Disciplines of Execution. And I had this idea of like, okay, I need to have like better kind of defined goals to sort of benchmark myself against and then uh, find some way to like keep basically hold myself accountable to working diligently on Coder Journey stuff and, you know, keep it moving. Don't just like do the bare minimum thing that I need in order to to get by. So that sort of fell to the wayside because I took those ideas and I was like, okay, Coder Journey is a little weird for me to implement this on right now is like my first thing because it's it's very much an informational thing. It's not like I don't have defined tasks a lot of times. It's really like doing the business thing, but let me try this somewhere I know. So I took that and I actually used it in my day job as like, we're going to, I'm going to work this into how I'm leading my team at work. And that's actually worked out really great. So over the next two weeks, I kind of want to um, reach out to customers a lot, kind of get feedback on what to do next. I also happen to be in between a series uh, in Coder Journey, like I'm finishing off the last uh, Intro to Rails episode that I'm going to be doing today, and then uh, I will be moving on to something else. So I want to like get some feedback, like where should I go next as a thing. And right now, the the lead thing is Vue.js, is like some people want to see some more like front-end stuff. So... Hmm. That's the most I've gotten. I've gotten one guy who wanted Kubernetes, so like that's more Docker and ops related stuff, orchestration mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I need to I need to get more responses from people because otherwise I'm like, oh, now I'm just gonna flounder and have a hard time figuring out what I want to do, or I'm gonna go off on some really weird thing and teach people Haskell or something. Yeah. Um, have you thought about putting so? In terms of programming languages, obviously the top one is probably JavaScript. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, even if you don't get responses, you could also look at like what what most people want to see, yeah, and and kind of just go down that road. I think Rails would be up there too. Um, but I've yeah, gotten some good feedback on the Rails content. It's a little bit. Um, like it's kind of funny because a lot of the episodes are still just like Docker related things. It's like, okay, let me teach you how to deploy this, but I'm going to teach you how to deploy it with Docker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are a little bit skewed, but I do, yeah, I've gotten a lot of feedback on it and, but I'm, I don't know, maybe I'll do an advanced rails thing at some point, but we'll see if that's something anybody's interested in or if they're just, they just want to kind of get hit the ground running at which point my like 10 episode series is more than enough for them to kind of do that. Right. But yeah, so over the next two weeks, I'm actually going to be, this next week, is I'm going to be in Colorado learning how to snowboard. So I'm nice. not going to get much done during that. So but is that next vacation week, or is that business? Um, yeah, vacation? it's just just a vacation. I'm going on a trip with my father-in-law and then some couple friends. But he really wanted to ski, and my mother-in-law can't ski anymore. So uh, I, just, I was like, oh, I can go. Nice. 
And so that should be a good time. And then next weekend I'll be back and want to get to work on some things. And then it's my birthday, so I have next Monday off. Or the Monday after this coming Monday. So well, happy birthday, ma'am. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, cool. So you're gonna get um you're gonna get the uh, the Docker course finished up, right? Yes. So that's email. that's in my next two weeks is I wanna finish off what's left of the thing. Um, that's not going to be done before I leave for Colorado, uh, but it's gonna. I'm going to do it afterwards, and probably a lot of it in my day off when I'm at home for my birthday. But I, yeah, need to finish the Docker course, and then really over the next two weeks, I want to kind of get to know my customers better and help them help me plan where I'm going to go. Nice, nice. Sounds good, man. And I will have conversations done. Sweet. Or blown up. Or just yeah, bailed on it. Yeah. Oh man, I really want to see you get those finished. So if you get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm just about done with this, just reach out. And I really, we should just remote pair on it sometime. Cool. Sounds good. All right, dude. Well, I will talk to you in two weeks. Let's talk to you then, man.